Well, today it's a great joy for me to be here celebrating Mass because we have, today is the memorial of St. Anthony of Egypt, who I consider my patron saint. I think if you can recall, last year I shared that with you and spoke about uh, particular scenes from his life. And uh, tonight, or today, I can't get too much into, you know, his life, but he's a very remarkable figure. One of the early fathers of the, the monastic tradition in our, in our Catholic faith, and he so he lived back in the in the fourth century. But he st- he went into the desert even early in the into the third century. Probably he went into the desert and started living as a hermit, probably around the year I'm not, I'm guessing like 280, 290, something like that. And he lived to 105 years old. Okay, so, uh, so Nick, how how old are you? Okay, you're close. You're close to Anthony's age here. But he lived to 105 years old as a hermit in the desert. And uh, after his initial foray, he probably was in his 30s when, I, when he went out. And uh, he lived for 20 years straight without really making any significant contact. He had friends that brought food out to him every six months. They'd bring out bread, and he lived on bread, essentially. Um, but he basically locked himself into this fortress, this Roman, this abandoned Roman fortress. And... He lived there for 20 years straight without any significant contact with anybody. And he, he prayed straight through for 20 years. Very, very remarkable. And ironically, shunning society and fame and all that, he became famous <laughs> because everybody heard about him. And they and so there he inspired a whole lot of uh, young men to go out and want to imitate him. So after those, that 20-year period, there were actually hundreds, if not thousands, eventually turned into thousands who came out and they basically pulled down the door of this old fortress and they said, come out here and teach us to to live how you live. We want to live how you live. And so that's one of the, the early mainsprings of early monasticism is through, um, through uh, <clears throat> Anthony's um, uh, time in that, in that fortress. Now, it's interesting, though, because you got this theme of, you kind of got a subtle theme of war here because there are at least soldiering and battles and whatnot because he's in a fortress. And Anthony is known very particular for doing battle against the devil. Okay, so there's a lot of stories about uh, of demons kind of attacking him and all these demons in the desert and he's fighting these demons and whatnot. So Anthony was this kind of spiritual warrior. And, of course, we see war uh, in our first reading. And it's a great it's a great reading. I remember hearing this when I was a child. I was probably six years old, you know. And it captivates the imagination of a young man to hear to hear about David, who's the underdog, and he goes against this really big guy, and he beats him, and all this kind of stuff. So that it, it has this appeal to the young man. Uh, but the deeper lesson here is that David moved in terms of faith in God. So his his courage was put in the context of his faith in God. But also, too, his, his love for God and his love really for his own people, for the people of God as well. Because he says to uh, Goliath, you know, you've dishonored essentially the armies of Israel. You've dishonored um, the, the hosts of the Lord. And uh, so you're going to have to, you're going to have to pay for that. So he, so David is this zealous guy, like I spoke yesterday, but his main, I think, trait is his, passion and his zeal, which really is an expression of his love, and this kind of overwhelming intensity. He really lived life to its absolute fullness because of his great love, his great zeal, his great um, passion. That comes out in this scene, 
really, really well. So here's David going off solo, mano a mano, you know, with Goliath. Uh, but yet at the same time, he's doing it in solidarity with his brother warriors and with his people and with his countrymen, his kinsmen in general. So he's not alone. And I think that's kind of what's important too. I think we see that also with Anthony. Anthony went out into the desert alone to do battle with the devil, but he wasn't alone um, because he was really kind of fighting on behalf of all of those men and women who, who desire goodness and holiness and truth. And uh, the evidence of that is that he inspired thousands of other people to come out in the desert and to imitate him. And then he became a spiritual father for thousands of people, and he's still a spiritual father to this day. Um, he's one of the main figures of, of the monastic spirituality and the monastic movement, both in East and West. And he is my own personal, uh, I regard him as my patron saint, so I have a really filial respect for him as my spiritual father, I can't speak more highly of, of Anthony. Now, um, battle uh, has kind of gone through a huge transformation in history. You know, modern battle is very different than ancient battle. And ancient battle, it was more man on man, and it, it took a lot of courage. Of course, modern day battle takes courage too if you're if you're actually you know on the on the battleground and you're doing the fighting. But uh, and the, the pre-modern warfare was a, was a really different animal. Um, and I think, and it was there's a lot of kind of nobility and honor to it because you see the two uh, armies, and what they would often do is they would say, okay, so that we don't end up killing hundreds or thousands of people, how about you give us your best guy and we give uh, you our best guy, and then whoever wins of these two guys, we 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 say you you won, okay? So it was really honorable that form of warfare. Uh, the kind of champion style warfare that was common all the way up into about the 1500s, 1600s even, and then it kind of disappeared. It disappeared with the advent of gunpowder and cannons and all of this kind of stuff. Because at that point they're like, no, no, forget this honor thing. We just want to destroy you, and we're going to do use any means possible to destroy you. Um, you know, uh, I think it was Cervantes, the famous author of Don Quixote which is a big commentary on a lot of things, a transition from medieval to modern times, but he basically, you know, Cervantes commented to the effect that um, gunpowder put an end to the middle medieval era. <laughs> and gunpowder was, was the cause. And in his work, Don, uh, uh, Don Quixote, he, he, you know, the, the uh, main character, it's, kinda, it's a satire, but I mean, the main character talks about how cowardly it is to have cannons. You know, you... We used to fight each other face to face, you know. Now you have this thing that drops on top of you, and, and it kills all these people. And it's like it's totally okay. So now, if if Cervantes could only see how we are in the in the 20th and 21st century, with the nuclear warfare and weapons of mass destruction and all that kind of stuff, it's really bad. So we definitely don't want to glorify or romanticize war, but we see in the more ancient forms of warfare how it really did bring out this kind of courage uh, and a lot of noble and honorable uh, virtues. I've got a quote. I just came across it recently. I'm going to read it to you. I, I thought it was really remarkable. Quote from a knight from 1465. This guy's name is a French knight, John de Bray, and he was the real deal. Like he, he saw a lot of battle. Okay, so he knows what he's talking about. He's not a poet. He's not a fiction writer. This guy's a real knight, and he fought hand to hand on horse and all this kind of stuff like they used to do back in the day. So this is what he says. He talks about battle and he talks about love and he talks about 
the solidarity with your with your brethren that you're fighting for or fighting with fighting with and also fighting in the context of justice and God and God's commandments. So it's pretty neat. He says, battle is a joyous thing. We love each other so much in battle. If we see that our cause is just and our kinsmen fight boldly, tears come to our eyes. A sweet joy rises in our hearts in the feeling of our honest loyalty to each other. And seeing our friend so bravely exposing his body to danger in order to fulfill the commandments of our Creator, we resolve to go forward and die or live with him on account of love. This brings such delight that anyone who hasn't felt it cannot say how wonderful it is. Do you think someone who feels this is afraid of death? Not in the least. He is so strengthened, so delighted, that he does not know where he is. Truly, he fears nothing in the world. So this kind of courage that's given to this particular night that he experienced when he would fight um, was really a, a function of love uh, for God and a love for um, your neighbor. And I think we see that with David here in our text, and we see it with Anthony as well, the spiritual warfare that St. Anthony waged. It was really um, uh, out of solidarity with others. Even It was ironic because he was all alone, especially at first in, in the early parts of his life, he was all, uh, of his you know, spiritual odyssey, he was all alone. But that kind of courage that he, that he exercised to go out alone and to, to dedicate himself so wholeheartedly to prayer and penance, um, it was really for love of the church and love of God. Uh, there's a there's a passage in his life where you know the, the the guys come to him and he basically says I come to you like a father to sons you come to me we share with each other what we have learned in our warfare as we pray and as we fight and as we struggle spiritually and um, you know he was responsible really almost single handedly uh, in his prayer and his life of sacrifice for for turning the tide. Um, in a really significant manner because it was in the 4th century that Christianity became huge and really pretty much the pagan Roman Empire converted to Christianity in the 4th century. And I really believe it was because of Anthony and because of others like him who dedicated themselves to prayer at that time. So uh, they fought, they fought with joy, they fought with courage, uh, and they did that um, like David uh, out of love.